Well, hello and welcome to the Catherine Plano podcast, where we share tips, tricks, tools, and strategies that you can implement in your life for massive improvements. Every week, we have change instigators, compelling creators, and interesting humans who are breaking the cycle of convention and redefining success one mission at a time. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning, connection, and resilience into your life. Now let's jump into your weekly dose of practical goodness. And this has a very unique impact on that reticular activator system and on the mechanoreceptors in your skin because it's a feeling that it's not used to. Same if you're sitting in a sound bath. You are hopefully laying still in that sound bath and you are hearing the same things that you are feeling. This triggers a new pattern in your nervous system and it becomes hyper aware of what's happening in the body and it brings you into your body. It guides you into your body in a very unique way. And this is what allows the transformation to happen. This is what allows you to quote unquote, go within is the body's ability to now feel the same thing that it's hearing. Have you ever wondered about the unseen power of sound in shaping our mental state? Well, join us in a captivating episode with Craig Goldberg, a visionary delving deep into the world of sound therapy. Craig unveils a world where sound and vibration are not just background noise, but powerful keys to unlocking relaxation, easing stress, and boosting health. He sheds light on how these subtle yet potent forces influence our emotions and physical well-being. In this enlightening discussion, we venture beyond the surface to explore the symbiotic relationship between sound, consciousness, and personal wellness. Craig offers unique insights and practical tips, challenging us to rethink our daily interactions with sound. This episode is more than a conversation. It's a journey into a reimagining how the sounds around us shape our everyday lives. It's time to enjoy this wonderful interview with Craig. Enjoy. So good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on what side of the planet you are on in this very moment. We have a special guest for you. We have Craig Goldberg. Goldberg. It is Goldberg. We were just talking about the difference in accent because Craig's from Las Vegas and I'm from Australia. So we might say words a little bit differently today, but welcome to the show, Craig. Thank you so much for having me here, Catherine. I'm stoked pleasure to be here. It's good to have you. So the way that we start the show is we always love to ask our guests to share this story. So what inspired you to do what you do today, Craig? I mean, it's a really long story, but I'll sum it up in one word or two or three, stressed and anxious. I was, and still am to a large degree, stressed and anxious. And I wanted to learn more and more about what it means to truly relax and the longer answer is about 12 years ago, my wife got sick, doc after doc. Nobody could tell us what was wrong. I think this is a very common happening these days. And uh, in the end, it wound up being gluten. That was um, kind of messing with my wife's system. So we eliminated gluten, went gluten-free. This was 12 years ago. We didn't have nearly the same amount of gluten-free options as we do today. 
It wasn't as big of a movement as it is today, especially here in the United States. And we started traveling. We Well, we started taking responsibility for these three main environments, what we put in our mouth, what we put on our skin and what we put on the uh, and what we allow to be kept in the air around us. So we basically started to cleanse and detoxify our worlds, the products we use, the foods we're eating, the environments we sit in. And um, inevitably, other people wanted to learn more about what we were doing and how we were doing it. So we started traveling around, teaching, training, educating at yoga retreats and transformational festivals and going out to hang out with the people in the places that we love to go and hang out and teach. And I came across sound therapy and sound baths. And I didn't know what it was about the sound bath, but I knew I laid down in front of a gong, a didgeridoo, which is Australian, right? Uh, uh, these bells, chimes, uh, crystal bowls. And I felt fantastic afterwards. I'd fall asleep. 45 minutes later, I'd wake up and I felt like a new man. I felt like I could take on the world. And I have since become enamored with the impact of sound and vibration on our body, the body of research called vibroacoustic therapy, which is a bit of a mouthful, but vibro, vibration, acoustic, sound. So we're talking about sound and vibration therapy. And I became enamored with just learning and understanding how sound and frequency impacts our body, whether we know it or not. Our bodies are antennas, and we are constantly coming into what's called harmonic resonance with the sounds and frequencies that are all around us every day. So my company seeks to create, we call it relaxation furniture, but it's basically furniture that has something called a tactile transducer and speakers built into it. And uh, we have a record label and a business that is focused around the sounds, the frequencies, the vibrations that help to bring the body back into balance with the environments that we sit in. And all of this is focused on optimal human performance and conditioning the body to spend more time calm and relaxed versus stressed and anxious or in fight or flight. Love it. Thank you for sharing that. I felt like you were talking about me then because I also have been um, a victim of, I'm gluten-free and have been for over 20 years, um, mm. but it, what was available then uh, is very Big different difference. to what is available now. So, um, totally. and absolutely, I love sound baths. I'm a big advocate for sound baths. And when, so when I actually used to tell my friends I'm going to have a sound bath, they used to think I was actually going in a bath that had uh, sound coming out of it, like you know the floating tanks. Totally. Yeah. So it was. It was. It was interesting. And so I would drag people to sound baths. It was. It was amazing. I wouldn't say I had the same experience as you. I had my experience was very different. I every time I have a sound bath, I feel like mm, for about three days. I don't. Mm. I don't. I don't feel like. I, at the time, I slept really well. But definitely afterwards, it was, um, I was very high. Yeah. Sure. So, so talk well, us- it has, so your nervous system actually has a reaction to the sound and the frequency. And that is, especially when you're using fibroacoustic therapy tech, like our relaxation furniture, we are absolutely stimulating your nervous system. It's the chemical cascades that kick in from your body's natural defense mechanism to that reaction that actually creates the calmness and the stillness. So it would make total sense that even with a gong or the acoustic instruments that you would still have that same reaction, especially how loud it is, how close you are, what your proximity is, that sort of thing. It can absolutely have an impact on your nervous system, which is to to rattle you and to stimulate you first. So talk us through a little bit about sound therapy. How exactly does that work? Because I know if I 
just from my own understanding with, um, and I do this myself when I'm meditating, I have certain sound vibrational frequencies. Um, and I did a little bit of research around Tesla as well and all that kind of thing. So for our um, audience, talk us through a little bit about what is sound therapy. Sure. So we are antennas. It's the easiest way for us to kind of explain our existence. Um, we are constantly coming into and out of what's called harmonic resonance with the frequencies that we are presented with. Whether we're cognizant, conscious of it or not, our body is constantly feeling the environments that we're sitting in. And that happens ultimately through something called a mechanoreceptor. And we have three different types of mechanoreceptors without getting into too much of the details. Um, but they are basically sensors in the skin that measure changes in pressure and send those signals to the brain. And it's constantly happening all day long. Um, in fact, so much of it is blocked out by a part of the brain called the reticular activator system, which is a part of the brain that basically filters to your conscious mind what's important and non-important. And I'll give you a great example. Going through the course of the day, you normally don't feel your clothing until I said, feel your clothing. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, there's my t-shirt. Oh, there's my pants. Okay, great. Yeah, I feel my clothing when you said it. It's not important unless there's something happening, like your hair gets, you know, I've hair in my legs, they get caught sometimes in a piece and it hurts and that sting comes up to the brain and I go, oh man, you got to move your clothes, right? Like, unless it's relative, you're not feeling it. So those mechanoreceptors are also picking up in changes in pressure waves. That can be pulsed electromagnetic fields. That can be physical vibration. The easiest example to give is if you go to a nightclub or a restaurant or you go to a concert it's got a huge stack of speakers that are projecting that bass onto you. You feel that in your chest. You feel that in your skin. Sometimes it makes the hair stand up on your skin. Um, that is feeling the vibrations of the room and the environment that you're in. That is obviously coupled with the auditory nerve in your ear and the changes in pressure that you're hearing. Usually higher pitched frequencies are heard by the ear. Lower pitched frequencies are felt by your skin. And it's that circle of of signals that are coming to the brain that help you to interpret what's happening uh, in the room and the world around you. And whether you're aware of it or not, I think a great, and I'm not sure about the electricity down under, but here in the United States, our electricity is 120 volts at 60 hertz. And if I'm sitting in my kitchen and it's quiet and I'm working and the compressor to my fridge kicks on, I'm hearing that compressor. My body is coming into harmonic resonance with that hum. It's a 60 hertz hum here in the United States. And um, and the body comes into and sits in what's called harmonic resonance with that frequency. And if you're not conscious of the frequencies that you're presenting to your body, um, and you're kind of being careless with that, and it's very possible for you to get pulled out of harmonic resonance with the frequencies of the earth, especially if you're spending a lot of time indoors. And um, what we do our technology and the body of research that we study and, and those sound meditations that you're doing yourself with a speaker or frequencies being played through uh, that Sono sound system or whatever it is, Bluetooth speaker, whatever you've got, you're basically bathing your body in these frequencies that help it to stay grounded and focused, more alert, more aware. Maybe there's sulfigio frequencies. Maybe it's 528, the love frequency. Maybe it's 432, which has been coined a healing frequency, but there are many different frequencies that are very healthy uh, for the body, mind, and spirit. It can help with emotional release. It can help with mental health, calming the mind, and allowing yourself to quiet yourself and go internal and go inside uh, so that you can process and do some healing work and and focus on your mind, body, and spirit. 
I've never actually understood it that way. Thank you. When you talked Mm -hmm. about the harmonic resonance, because I have to say that I'm really, I'm a huge, I'm very, very, very sensitive to environment, Mm. um, sensitive to everything. And I think that uh, even around like really busy kind of in- environments, it's it's almost too much for for me to take in. But I've never looked at it from a harmonic resonance point of view, from a vibrational frequency that maybe this is all too much for me, and my body's trying to adjust or align with what's going on external, and probably that's why there's this thing going on. Um, oh yeah. But and then I'm thinking like, what about all of us who are in front of computers all the time? Absolutely. I'm sitting in front of five screens right now. Yeah. Two monitors, my laptop, my iPhone, my iPad. It's all giving off an electronic magnetic signature. It's all giving off radioactive and, and has a has a signature to it. And I'm absolutely sitting in it. So what we need to do on a regular basis is make sure that we get outside. Us being those antennas, um, an antenna needs to be grounded. The human body also needs to be grounded. So sitting in that beautiful home, right? Where I'm sitting in my beautiful house, I'm very well protected from the elements. I have air conditioning, I have heat, I have a roof over my head, I'm dry. The humidity is is what it is. We need to get outside. We need to take our shoes off because that's a rubber, for most people, it's a rubber sole, which is limiting the ability for negative ions to transfer through the body to the ground. By the way, it's instantaneous. The second that your body touches the earth, the second that you touch the ground by either hugging a tree, touching a bush, touching the ground with your bare feet, all of the electrons immediately ground through your body and into the ground. It's a release that needs to happen. It's why taking a walk on the beach barefoot, getting into the ocean is so powerful, getting off into nature, getting out to the outback or wherever it is. I live in the high desert here in the United States. I spend a lot of time out in nature for that purpose, allowing my body to bathe in the open wind and to bathe in nature, to be one with the frequencies of the earth, because that is how we were designed to be. We were designed to be outside 85% of the day. And I think if each of the people that are listening right now took an audit of how often they're outside, it would be way less than 85% unless you're intentional about it. That's so true. I'll make an effort of going up excuse me, for a walk at least every single day, uh, not barefoot though. Um, mm-hmm. It depends if I'm on the beach or, um, or we've got wetlands, yeah. which is nature. So you say even yeah. hugging a tree with rubber soles will still work? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because your skin is in touch with with the tree yeah. and it will go through your fingers or your arms or whatever else is touching the skin. Now, all of your skin is electromagnetic. Um, going for that walk outside, That's great to go outside and it's great to go for that walk. Um, All you need to do is take off one shoe or, or frankly, even just sit down on a bench and touch the ground, right? Like the, the discharge happens when, when you come in contact with the earth now, not concrete, not, um, you know, asphalt or, or some petroleum based product that we've covered most of the earth with, um, but dirt or ground or, or, um, you know, grass, uh, that sort of thing. So I guess the other thing, thank you for sharing that. The other thing that I'm really curious about is the vibrational, because I know you, the, the equipment that you have, it's not just sound, there's the, the, the vibrational uh, yes. aspect to it, right? Yeah, um, and absolutely. I'm just trying to think of the machine that I have downstairs. I think it's called a Zen machine. You know where you put your feet and it just... Uh, oh, yeah, Qi machine. 
Well, is it Chi Machine? I thought, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. But doing that for like in five, ten minutes, I can feel, I have to lie there for about five minutes, Craig, before I get up. Otherwise, I'm like hitting walls because it makes me dizzy. So talk us through the the benefits of the vibrational aspect of your equipment. Yeah. So Chi Machine is great. What a Chi Machine is doing is balancing the body's Chi. And it is balancing the way in which the body flows. And you'll notice when with that chi machine, when you put your feet in it, like at the beginning, it's really just your ankles that are moving. And as you relax into it, all of a sudden your hips start swaying a little bit behind your ankles and your knees. And before you know it, your entire body is, and your your shoulders might even start swaying back and forth as your whole body gets into this wave feature, um, which is very um, hypnotic and very relaxing. It's allowing all of your muscles to balance in that frequency. Um, And it's also a very specific frequency, Um, but it is designed to get your whole body moving and it's a great way to relax the whole body. So chi machines are awesome. We've had them at the bottom of our uh, practitioner at different events that we do, which is a flat um, bed that we use or that that we've designed. And it's really, it works really harmoniously with our technology. We use sound and vibration. Uh, to help to balance the body. And then there's also mechanical vibration plates that are out there here in the States. And I'm sure y'all have them down under, but um, it's like a a vibration plate that you can squat on and work out on and, and do workouts on that help to activate the stabilizer muscles in the body. Mechanical vibration and sound or auditory vibration are slightly different and they do have a slightly different impact on your physiology and on your body. So we use auditory vibration and we are basically converting sound into vibration using something called a tactile transducer, which is a fancy word for half a speaker. And it takes that musical signal and it creates the vibration. And since you're laying or sitting on our relaxation furniture, furniture that we build with the specific intention of helping you to relax, you are hearing the same thing that you're feeling. So we talked a little bit about these mechanoreceptors. We talked about um, the manner in which your body interprets these mechanoreceptors are these signals that are being sent to the brain. Your brain, your brain is processing something like 4 billion bits of information per second. Your conscious brain can handle four. So, and the numbers are depending on the studies that you read, it's anywhere, right? But it's, it's a lot of, of inputs compared to a little, like your conscious brain, we're really men are worse at multitasking than women, but we really can't handle too many bits of information. The reticular, the reticular activator system of the brain is helping to filter that out. It's kind of like, um, I just got a pickup truck. And, um, and as I was shopping for that pickup truck, all of a sudden I started seeing pickup trucks everywhere. It's not like there were more pickup trucks. They were always there. It was just not relative. So I never really saw them. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, pickup truck, pickup truck, pickup truck. Man, I, I can't believe there's so many Dodge Rams all around. The reticular activator system is constantly filtering out what's not important. And it, it's like... If I were to say to you, um, you can't feel your clothes, right? You, you don't feel your clothes until I said, feel your clothes. And then all of a sudden you now feel your clothes because the reticular activator system is like, wait a minute, I have clothes on, I feel them, right? So it's the same with um, sound and vibration. It's also the same with those signals that are coming through the mechanoreceptors in your skin. Now, when you're laying on our technology and you're laying on the sound lounge, you are feeling the same thing that you are hearing. And this has a very unique impact on that reticular activator system and on the mechanoreceptors in your skin because it's a feeling that it's not used to. Same if you're sitting in a sound bath. You are hopefully laying still 
in that sound bath and you are hearing the same things that you are feeling, this triggers a new pattern in your nervous system. And it becomes hyper aware of what's happening in the body and it brings you into your body. It guides you into your body in a very unique way. And this is what allows the transformation to happen. This is what allows you to quote unquote go within is the body's ability to now feel the same thing that it's hearing. And when you're laying on our technology, the same frequencies that are coming through your ear are the same frequencies that are coming through the bed or the chair that you're sitting on or the cushion that you're sitting on. And this is what creates this three-dimensional, fully immersive sound experience that makes your brain feel as though it's inside the music in a very unique way. And we have a record label that creates what we call music meditations. We pump out a new music meditation every single week. You can stream us on YouTube. You can stream us through Spotify. The longer music meditations are going to be in our app, which is downloadable in the Apple and Android app stores. Um, but this three-dimensional experience is what allows you to have this uh, this pretty wild experience um, and and really focus on your mental health, your emotional well-being, and your physical health all at the same time. Wow. I have so many questions that have bubbled up as you were just describing that. So let me start with one of them. So let's let's look at, what what would be the reason we would uh, delve into something like that? What what is it? Like what people? I'm thinking about uh, sound therapy and your equipment. Uh, what kind of people use them? Are they? Are we talking about people that are highly anxious that have got mental health um, um, challenges, uh, or is it a physical thing? Like what kind of things or ailments? Yes. Well, so the short answer is yes, right? If if you've got stress and anxiety, if you've got physical things that are happening, if you have things that you're not sure of that are happening, yeah, you can absolutely benefit from our technology. The reality is anybody with a brain and a nervous system can benefit from this practice. Any human being that is not spending 85% of their time outside can probably benefit, right? Anybody that has any type of stress or anxiety, which by the way, is all of us, we have co-created. I haven't been to Australia. I know tons of Aussies. I absolutely love the culture. I love the people, not very different from here in the States. Although I will say most of the Australians that I've met have a much more laid back attitude to most of the Americans that are walking around, right? It's just, uh, it's all good. It'll be fine, right? Like, don't worry about it. It's all good, right? Um, that is a mentality that, and an ethos that I think a lot of the Australian population has. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot to be stressed about, especially what's transpired over the last four years. Um, there is, there is, if you look at the news feed, and I'm sure this is common in, in, you know, in Australia as well, there's plenty to get stressed and anxious about if you let yourself. But the reality is that, that cool, calm and relaxed, like, Hey, good eye, Mike. It's great to see you. How are you? Hope you're having a spectacular day. It's all good. Not to worry. That mentality is is going to go a really long way in helping you to maintain a low level of stress and anxiety. This too shall pass. It's all perfect. There's lots of different sayings that you can have uh, that help you to stay in that in that vibration of it's all perfect. What, like whatever happens happens, and I'm along for the ride, and I'll make each decision as I come to it. That's really the mentality that we want to have: being present in the current moment not concerning ourselves with what the future might bring or what the past has brought, but instead I'm just a high vibrational being dealing with the current moment as it comes. And our technology helps you to get there. Our technology helps you to stay in that frame of mind and 
helps you to condition your nervous system to stay cool, calm, and collected more often. We're not going to change what's happening around you. I'm not going to change the fact that your sister is dating that guy and, and man, he is just terrible for her. And over and over, over again, she keeps making that same decision. And I don't understand why she's doing it, but I'm still going to be there for her. Right. Or your mom is doing that thing that she does over and over, whatever, right. Insert stressful situation. It's not going to change the stressful situations. It's going to change how you show up in response to those stressful situations uh, to hopefully be more cool, calm and collected along the way. I love the way that you just described the uh, Australians. Uh, you know, I, I I have to say that this, I've just come back from Europe hopefully, as we were discussing. Hopefully my accent I, wasn't that offensive. I thought it was but, really uh, good. I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, I have to say coming back from Europe, Europe, Europeans are a lot laid back compared to Australians. And I wonder whether sometimes we, are we spiritual bypassing? You know, like, oh, oh, this everything's cool, everything's fine, these two shall pass, all of those things. I, I wonder at times whether we're actually spiritual bypassing. But I love the uh, fact that me, you, you connected with that. Well, look, I mean, I would love to take a four-hour siesta in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, fellow Americans would think I'm out of my mind. Like, oh, yeah, from 12 to 4 every day, I just close up shop and I just rest and relax. And why don't you come over, we'll break bread together and just hang out. We're not talking business we're just hanging out i would love that that sounds that sounds phenomenal to me but here in the united states i'm i mean i've my first meeting this morning was at 7 a.m and i've been non-stop since it's now 12 30 so for the last four and a half five hours i've been go 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 either on the phone or on a zoom with somebody it's my second podcast and i have one more this afternoon i don't know any other way to do it except to go 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 and to build and to so hopefully and look at that same time I selfishly created this company so that I have access to the technology that we make and the music meditations that we curate. I use it on a regular basis. On like I am our biggest fan and I very much use our technology day in and day out because of the schedule that I keep. I just walked outside and um I'll show you real quick. These are the last two pictures that are on my phone. I literally just walked outside to my wife and her friend on just laying down on our technology, hanging out, doing a sound lounge session. That's Abigail. And here's my wife, same, same, different product, laying down. It's uh, It was 12 o'clock. They've got busy days. Family's coming over tonight for dinner. Wife's going to be in the kitchen all day cooking up for you know authentic Turkish cuisine for, for her parents that are coming into town. There's a lot going on. There's never a dull moment in this society that we've co-created. And um, I hope we're not spiritually bypassing. I hope we're not trying to dodge something by just giving it lip service and saying this too shall pass. I hope we are recognizing and living in the moment that says this too shall pass, that nothing is permanent and everything is constantly evolving and changing. Um so I, I hope we're using that. No, as a tool. no, no. I, 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 uh, I, it's probably more related to me. I mean, I think that we teach what we must learn, right? So uh, mm-hmm. I think that what you're saying, and you were talking about anxiety at the That's very true. start, I too experienced that. And I say that I never say I'm anxious or I have anxiety. I say I experience it to give it a little bit of distance. But um, it's because words are very powerful. And um, I always, um, and when I think it's only just in the last, I think, uh, the last maybe 18 months, I've realized that I've spent my whole life spiritual bypassing because I'm that positive kind of person. Always look, 
uh, at the, I always see the beauty in everything. It's not a bad thing, mm. but at the same time, it could be a hindrance. You know, it's like what you were saying, like the difference between whether we respond or we react in our environment. Yeah. And obviously by doing meditation, mindfulness, sound therapy, that will help us respond rather than react. Correct? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, it's um, uh, Victor Frankl. Uh, I think it's Man's Search for Meaning. Uh, he's a Holocaust survivor. And there's a quote in there, which I'll butcher, but I'll get it close enough. And it's basically like between a stimuli and a reaction, there is a pause. And it's in that pause that we get to decide how we are going to react to that stimuli. That's everything. Mindfulness meditation, music meditations, using our technology, in my opinion, is creating more space between the stimuli and and the reaction. And it does. It allows us to respond instead of react. So that split reaction that we might have of of stress and anxiety or fight or flight instead we can condition our body to spend more time calm and relaxed so that you can show up more calmly and more right and 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 react differently to it my friends talk talk to me they tell me all the time how i'm always so chill like oh craig you're always so chill you're always so relaxed like what's up with that and obviously i'm like in harmony and it's also a ton of practice right like and I and it's absolutely that practice is absolutely conditioning. I think about first responders a lot because police, firemen, firewomen, the military, they are training to go into otherwise just absolute insane environments, right? And not trigger their sympathetic nervous system response. It makes it almost routine. I um, I've been in live fire training uh, scenarios. And I've had bullets whizzing past my head. It's stressful. Like, this is a bullet. Like, and the closer they are, the louder it whizzes. And like, I can I can only imagine what it would be like to go to war or to be in the military where lots of bullets are flying or to be a first responder where you have to deal with and protect the civilian population or to be a fireman that's rushing into a fire in the face of the heat and, and the knowledge that there's there could be pain and suffering for you in that environment and you're charging towards the accident instead of doing what's natural to run away, you're training and conditioning your nervous system to stay calm and relaxed in that environment. I look at meditation and music meditations and the work that we do in that same conditioning effort. You are conditioning your body to handle stress and anxiety in a very different way so that you can stay calm and relaxed. When you get stressed and anxious, the very nature of shifting from parasympathetic, calm and relaxed to sympathetic, stressed and anxious, you have increased cortisol and adrenaline through your blood. Your brain and your body could be turning off digestion, could be turning off your immune system, could be turning off rational thinking, could be turning off your reproductive organs, diverting all of that energy to save your life, to protect your life, to survive, whatever that scenario is. And- when you're in that stressed and anxious state of being, you're actually ill-equipped to handle the day-to-day normal life that we're presented with every day. So yeah, of course you're going to get triggered in a more simple situation, right? Like there are just so many different real life examples that we could find of, of our nervous system reacting and us getting stressed over something that is just not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's just not... Like you can really, if we were, if we had our wits about us, if we had the conditioning that we're talking about, 
that that would just roll off as like, oh, it's, it's no worries. It's not a big deal at all. I wouldn't stress over that. But in the moment, if we have a series of things that gets us stressed and anxious, there's like that, that tipping point of like, oh man, that just threw me over the edge. And it's like, I, I, I just spilled a soda by accident, you know, like whatever, right? Like I'm just going to change my shirt and I'm, I'm at my house and I've got to change of clothes. But like you spilling that drink, like threw me into a tailspin and it's like, it's okay. Just change your shirt. You're all right. You're not bleeding, not hurt. It's just soda. I'm going to wipe it off. No big deal. Right. And, um, and yet these simple little things can trigger us in the moment. And mindfulness and meditation is all about conditioning the mind, body, and spirit to react calmly and stay calm in those in those different scenarios that are going to happen anyway. Mm, I love I love that you. I mean, I just think sometimes in the moment. I mean, I'm trying to practice. I practice pr- pr- to be present. As you would know, as an entrepreneur, we can't help yeah. but think ahead of time because we think about, totally. you know, obviously from a business perspective, you need to, you know, like future project. And and so, and I know oh. that that sometimes creates even more anxiety because you're, you know, future projecting. So rather than being a present, but that's a, that's a hard thing to do, Craig, I, I feel. Anyway, I'm experiencing uh, because we're always thinking about okay, 2024. So we start, we're starting to planning. So being in the present moment, but still being able to focus in the future. Sometimes I find that's a bit of a a juggling act. Absolutely. Look, mm. there's a saying somewhere, and I forget who said it. it Might have been the Dalai Lama himself. If you're spending, uh, if you're feeling anxious, you're stuck in the future. Yeah. If you're feeling depressed, you're stuck in the past. That's right. And it's only in the present moment that we feel calm and relaxed. Yeah. Um, Do you know, and, I'm, and you're right. Oh, sorry. I think I interrupted you. No, that's okay. I was going to say, you're right. As in business, it's not just entrepreneurship, uh, even at your job. The reason people feel stress and anxiety on Sunday night is the work week ahead and and what they have to do tomorrow as they start to think about and plan ahead for what's going on. You know how many people are just terrified of going to the dentist and they make their appointment for a clean, for a cleaning that's three months out and they immediately start to feel the anxiety of, of them sitting in the chair three months later. That's me. And how many other, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And it is, it doesn't, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You're right. It can be anyone in business. Um, just when you think about work in general, I'm, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this. I only just heard this the other day, speaking to somebody else. Uh, which I found really interesting. So for, uh, so basically this, uh, gentleman that I was speaking to has done a lot of re- research around ADHD. And mm-hmm. what he was saying is the medication that people take for ADHD, what that does is absolutely rises the level of their, when you're talking about the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, it actually increases that parasympathetic system to align with the brain because the brain thinks ahead of time and very fast and, you know, I think that's a bit of my brain anyway, um, mm. instead of doing the other way. Um, and then there's been in the research, those that have done a lot more meditation have been able to stabilise, almost neutralise their ADHD. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to hear about your thoughts about that. So most of the time, um, ADHD, and I was diagnosed ADHD when I was a kid, my mother chose not to put me on Ritalin at the time. That was the going medication for it, which is really not very different from methamphetamines, um, which speeds up my body to catch up with where where they think the brain is at the time. And it's and it's very helpful. 
um, to have the medication for somebody that is actually diagnosed ADHD and does have that going on, um, it is very helpful as opposed to somebody who doesn't, but gets their hand on Redolin and all of a sudden they're all jacked up, like, like they're hyper, like that just had, you know, 40 cups of coffee. Um, but for somebody that actually needs the medicine, they actually feel more calm, more focused, more relaxed. Um, and yes, there is something to be said about vibroacoustic therapy and helping to bring the mind, body, and spirit down a notch to reg- down regulate the nervous system. What really, what's really happening in an ADH body is you are over overly stimulated. So your body and your nervous system is dysregulated. In a lot of ways, you are in that sympathetic nervous system response. You are overly stimulated by the environment and not given the release. I think about when I was a kid, sitting in a classroom, that didn't work for me. <laughs> like schooling, just I was, I was stressed. I wasn't happy there. I didn't want to be sitting there. I had so much energy that I wanted to burn off that I didn't have an outlet for. That of course it was coming out in in fidgeting of of fingers and and you know I just couldn't sit still when I needed to and I think that's very common for boys in particular and men um, that are that are asked to sit in a classroom for eight hours a day instead of burning off the energy that we're that we have built up especially in young adolescents um, teaching them mindfulness and meditation teaching them how to go within is really powerful now it also seems counterintuitive. It also seems like an unbelievable mountain that you need to overcome to be ADHD and to be asked to sit quietly in a corner. And if if you had asked me to do that when I was a kid, I would have told you that's not happening because me sitting in that meditative state or trying to get into that meditative state, I'm just thinking about all the stuff I'm not doing and thinking about all the stuff I could be doing or should be doing. And I start to get in my head about why am I just sitting here when I could be being more productive doing something else. That's where our technology comes into play. That's where music meditation, sound and vibration comes into play because sound and vibration relaxes the mind, body, and spirit from the outside in instead of the inside out. Instead of the brain down to the muscles, it comes from the muscles first. The vibration itself sends a message to every muscle in your body telling it to relax overriding the nervous system's signals, whatever it's being sent, if it's being sent to tense or to, or to, right, to, it's sending a message from the outside and telling you to relax, increases circulation. It helps with lymphatic drainage. It helps with detoxification pathways. Um, and that message that's being sent to the muscle telling you to relax, the mind is listening to the same frequencies and sounds that it is feeling. And this creates that three-dimensional, fully immersive sound experience that makes it feel as though it's surrounded by music. And therefore, the brain begins to entrain to the frequencies in the music and we come into harmonic resonance with those frequencies just to kind of pull it all together. When you're laying down in our sound lounge and you have the tactile stimulation coming up from the bed itself and you're hearing the same frequencies through the headphones, you don't have to think about relaxing. The only instruction that I give somebody is to say, hey, lose yourself in the music for the next few minutes, whatever that looks like. And explore the music. What does it mean to lose yourself in the music? Explore the music with your head. Like in your mind's eye, just think about the frequencies and the sounds that you're hearing and lose yourself in the music as if you're listening to your favorite track and and they're playing it, you know, from a stage and you're just eyes closed, rocking out to you too, or whoever your favorite band is, whatever that looks like. And in that state, that's when we achieve relaxation. That's when the mind and the body begins to harmonize. That's when we actually train the brain, the body to go from stressed and anxious to calm and relaxed. 
that ADHD person that has been diagnosed with that, it's a really stressful situation for you. Your body is on, you are go, go, go. And you begin to think, especially because you have the diagnoses. So now that doctor has implanted something in your brain that says you're not perfect, that there's something wrong with you, that you could be doing something different. And it continues to just exacerbate itself over and over and over again, instead of teaching your brain and your body how to slow down, how to relax, how to go more into the present moment, how to be more present with your body, to be more present with your mind, to take a few deep breaths, to lose yourself in the sounds and the frequencies of out in nature, listening to the birds chirping, listening to the dog barking in the distance, and allowing yourself to be okay with rest and relaxation. And I think that's here in the United States, a big cultural issue that we have, that we are not okay resting and relaxing. There's a book here in the States. I'm sure you can get it down there. It is um, The Power of Full Engagement. And in this book, they basically talk about our downtime is as important as our uptime. That rest and relaxation is as important as go time. And the better we are at resting and relaxing, the more powerful we're going to be at when it's time for us to get things done and, and get going. Yeah, I totally agree with you. But I think it's we've been conditioned uh, to work, 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 work. Like if I think of like going, I mean, I'm French. My background is French. So when my cousins come here, they go, oh, you know, we in France is joie de vie. Everyone lives their life. Here, it's like they come here and it's work, work, work. I think in the US it's even more work, 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 that kind of vibrational frequency because I think that there's so much more competition. You only have two weeks holiday. Some of the organizations I work with only have two weeks leave a year, which I find that, I mean, we have four. uh, And in Europe, you can have as many as you want, really. Um, So I agree with you because, I mean, with all the research with around sleep now, the importance of sleep, I think that's getting a lot of, um, definitely a lot of uh, a lot of talk, a lot of a lot more people are noticing and speaking about the importance of sleep or mm-hmm. eight hours sleep. Absolutely. Sleep. Yeah. If um, you're not getting good sleep, it almost doesn't matter what else you're doing from a health and wellness perspective. And I know that because I have a three and a half year old and I'm not getting sleep. <laughs> I was up, my wife literally woke me up last night at 2 45 in the morning after being with my daughter for an hour and a half from one until 1 30 in the morning. She was with her daughter just didn't want to go to sleep. I'm awake. They were being difficult. She was like, you need to go talk to your daughter because I'm I'm done. <laughs> so I got woken up and I was up from 2.45 until about 3.30 um, until I was able to wind her down and, and get her to go to sleep. And then she slept and I got up around 6.30 this morning to get to my seven o'clock appointment. So sleep is really, really important. And I, as a three and a half year old, I think it's been three and a half, four years since I've gotten a good night's sleep. So I can't wait until she's 18 and on her way out of the house. I love her dearly, but I really I want my sleep back. Craig, you know, it will pass. I promise you. I've got a son. He's 29. So it does It does pass. I promise you. It really does. This too shall was, pass. Yes, it will. Um, what about <laughs> using sound therapy for her? Have you Absolutely. tried that? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. My, wife used, uh, my wife used our pregnancy. So we've been... Um, We've been doing this for seven plus years. Uh, This past November, last month that we're recording this was seven years that we've been making our sound lounge in particular. Um, My wife used our our technology through our pregnancy. There's not a lot of research on vibroacoustic therapy in pregnant women. Um, However, my wife used it uh, straight through her pregnancy on a low setting. Um, My daughter, within one week of her being born, she was on the sound lounge. 
I picked up the back of her head. I held the back of her head and I picked it up off the, off the sound lounge. And yeah, she's been, she's been getting on her tech and now she runs through the house and she jumps on it. And she's like, dad, set me up, push start. And she'll sit, you can scroll through our, our Instagram and, and you'll see pictures of my daughter on the technology for the last three and a half years. Oh, that's she beautiful. Loves mm-hmm. That's absolutely gorgeous. So, so, so for everyone out there, they can either, um, for our audience, they can either download the music that you have available on your website or YouTube mm-hmm. channel, um, mm-hmm. and then they can purchase the equipment, which is not really, see, I'm, I, I thought that, isn't it interesting, the way that I looked at, uh, when I was looking to it, I thought that there was a little bit of movement within your products, but it's it's actually just all sound, but it feels awesome. like you're vibrating because of the sound, Correct. That's right. It's all sound. The sound is actually right through the equipment. So that's why it feels like it vibrates because it's only, it's all the sound. It's not only, by the way, it's the sound vibration that goes through. You mentioned before the different frequencies, like opening up the Kundalini, all that kind of uh, stuff. We actually spoke about the Kundalini awakening with Penny Kelly. Don't know if you know Penny Kelly. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, are you saying that people can choose their frequency depending on what they want to work on when using? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So inside our app, which you can download through the Apple uh, app store and, and the Google play store, and it, and it absolutely is available to everybody in, in Australia and, and around the world. Uh, we have listeners and users from uh, all around the world. We're constantly making updates. We're constantly coming out with new music meditations. There's about 125 in the app right now. We add a new music meditation every single week. It's $8 a month. It's $80 a year. And that subscription goes towards maintaining the app specifically and creating music in the app specifically. So I didn't want to attach the app to our hardware sales because God forbid anything were to happen to our hardware sales. I want the app to live on and to continue on because you can use it just with you know, a phone or a tablet. Um, you can absolutely find some of our music meditations on our YouTube channel. In fact, we just started releasing 11 hour versions of our music meditations. Those 11 hour versions are made specifically to harmonize your home during the day and over the course of the night. So music meditations that you can sleep to through a Bluetooth speaker or through Sonos or through a whole home um, sound system, as well as during the day to maintain and manage the vibration of your home throughout the course of the day as well. So we stream music all day long. You don't need our hardware. Our hardware is a really nice upgrade. We can absolutely, we ship from California and here in the United States, we can absolutely ship to uh, Australia. We do have clients down there. We do have technology down there. Most of the technology that's down there was shipped through Ocean Freight. takes a little bit longer, but it's way less expensive. And we can certainly work with freight forwarders to get that done. Um, And uh, my business partner is actually heading to Australia in the next week or so. And we might have distribution down there soon enough. So by the time this airs, we might actually have distribution in Australia. Who knows? That would be amazing because I wanted to... I definitely am very curious. And sorry, I forgot about the app. We'll have that in the show notes. And I'm definitely going to yeah. download the app because I'm Please. big on sound therapy, as you know. I was talking about sound, mm-hmm. but I also, uh, if I'm not in meetings, I'm always using vibrational frequencies or I see this Ayurvedic doctor and he's always using mantras to play and they do it even yes. when they're not in the clinic to clean up the vibrational frequency in their clinic, yes. which uh, is pretty much what you're saying about clearing the the space that you're in with the vibration with the sound frequency. We don't have to be present to feel it. It's. I just had dinner with um with Danny Shays. Um, Danny is a former NBA and Olympic basketball player, and he is in the process of writing a book. And we were talking about 
I hope I'm not stealing his thunder here by by rolling this out. But it was basically the question was, if a tree falls in the middle of nowhere, does it make a sound? I'll ask you that question. Of course it does. Okay. Actually, it only makes a sound if there's somebody there to hear it. Otherwise, it makes a vibration. Yes. It was absolutely genius when he said it. Okay, so... So when I got asked that question, I responded by saying, as long as there's somebody there to observe it, right? Observation theory, quantum physics, and kind of getting into a little playful tact around like, you know, observer actually changes the physics of what's happening. And and along those same lines, there has to be an ear to perceive the change in pressure. Otherwise, it's just making a vibration. And I thought that was really ingenious because this world, everything is vibration. Forget about when I'm standing on stage, the conversation that I usually have with people is to say that everything around us is vibrating. Even this this desk is vibrating. It looks solid in this world, but it's actually vibrating on a quantum level. Protons, neutrons and electrons spinning around each other. It appears solid in this state. The reality is everything around us is vibration. Everything around us is moving and vibrating. We are simply that antenna that can perceive and pick up on a very narrow band of the frequency band can we see with our eyes or hear with our ears or feel with our touch or taste with our mouths or smell with our nose. And it's through those five senses that we interact with and recognize and perceive this reality. And then we had a nice long conversation around consciousness and, and, and it was really wild, but it was a very interesting, it was, it kind of blew me away. Yeah, I, I'm uh, big on that. I do. I always say it's the meaning we give every situation. I can actually, mm-hmm. our vibrational frequency can actually shift the matter depending on our vibrational frequency. I'd love to hear your thought around this before. I know I'm conscious of your time, so we've only got about five minutes or so, but I just want to ask this question, this last question. What are your thoughts? So we, we're constantly working at keeping our vibes high, Okay. And because I mm-hmm. think environment plays a big part. I mean, Bruce Lipton talks about it, epigenetics and so forth. Absolutely. So I've experienced this myself where I've been in an environment that's been quite toxic. And every day I worked really hard. I used to do this visualization piece. I'd put this etheric suit on and, you know, it was like it was mirrors and everything would just bounce off me. And, I love that. But eventually it got to me, Craig. Eventually it yeah. got to me. So what are your thoughts about? Because I thought to myself, when we really high as a vibrational frequency when our vibration i'm talking too fast when our our vibrational frequency is too high or high and we're around other levels that are not as high do you think the lower levels bring down the high vibrational frequency or do we lift those lower vibrational frequency i think i think both right i i think both i think we meet in the middle um your vibe attracts your tribe so you keep that high vibration and the lower vibrations, I think, will will move away from you, right? But if you spend enough time immersing yourself in a lower vibration, you are going to dim your light. You are going to come down to their level, which is why we need to be very cognizant of where we spend our time and who we spend our time with. I think over time, well, I don't, I think everything is possible and anything is possible. I think um, we need to be cognizant of the environments that we're putting ourselves in. And we need to pick the weeds, the human weeds, if you will, of those that are um, that are not serving us and those that are not on the same vibration as us. But there are times where we can't 
we can't make those decisions. We can't make that change. I think about our our families, um, our blood family. I, I love my family and I have a great experience with them and they are wonderful and amazing. So, but I, but I do know of other people that have exceptionally toxic relationships with their family and, and, and have an exceptionally toxic environment. And they're like, what am I going to do? Not go home. And it's like, well, yeah, you could not go home. Um, but that doesn't, that doesn't always work. You want to be around your family. You want to support them. You want to be for them, uh, be there for them, especially if you're a higher vibration, you want to shine your light on them as often as you can. You might not change them, but at least they will benefit from your vibration uh, and feeling that vibration. So, yeah, I think there's, there's a lot that you can do. Look, if you follow Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, um, the thoughts that we have absolutely can predict and influence um, everything around us. And keeping those thoughts high will absolutely keep you in a higher vibration. So I don't know that you're guaranteed to drop down, but it's certainly possible that you drop down to a lower vibration. The brain can't actually tell the difference between this reality, a dream or a visualization. So visualizing what you want is a great way to train your subconscious mind to go after what you want when you're consciously focused on something else. And all of this is to say, the more conditioning we do to teach our brain and our body, our mind, our spirit to focus on where we want to get to is, is only going to help us to show up better in everything that we do day in and day out. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think it was just when you were talking about if you're sitting in your kitchen and then the the fridge starts, you know, like the 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 sound. How you're you're naturally harmonizing, like you're leveling this out. I think that's what triggered that question as well. It's like, do we naturally do that in the in the environment? Yeah. Now, I guess it depends on absolutely. How yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Look, it also has to do with how powerful that is, right? Like, I don't know that you're going to walk out in a sixty hertz frequency, but if you're sitting in that kitchen working eight hours, ten hours a day, seven days a week for months um, and you're not getting outside and you're not doing things to balance your vibration. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely going possibly going to drop into, um, you know, a frequency that doesn't serve you. That's why we need to get outside. We need to get sunlight every day. We need to get our feet on the ground. We need to, to dissipate that energy every single day to make sure it's working for us. Yeah, true. Thank you. Thank you so much. So Craig, I know uh, it's, it's our time now. We're going to have to wrap up. The way that we love yeah. to wrap up is we always love to ask our guests to leave three shiny gold nuggets for our audience. So what would be those three shiny gold nuggets or hot tips or practical exercises that we can do? Yeah, I appreciate that. Look, I hope that this conversation has opened you up and, and hopefully educated or brought to, to your conscious awareness something that is going to bring benefit to your life. But if it's, it's so simple. So here's the most important thing. And anybody can do this anywhere in the world. Take time to get outside. Take your shoes off and make sure you're touching the ground and the earth. Hug a tree. Touch something on the ground. Like whatever it is to get out, to get your, your skin exposed to sunlight, to get your eyes exposed to sunlight, and to get into the ground and get out in nature. Take time to hug a human. Human-to-human -human contact is so important. If you, if you need a little extra oomph, download our app, listen to our music, take a deeper look at what we're doing here in InHarmony. I'm, I, I think and I hope you will find value in what we do. Follow us on social media. It goes such a long way um, to like our posts and engage with our community and our audience uh, and, and really stop by and say hi anytime. I'm, I'm super grateful to be here, Catherine. I'm glad we were able to make this happen. 
Uh, thank you for the time difference and, and for this message out to your audience. I'm eternally grateful and uh, I look forward to staying connected. Thank you so very much. It's been it's been absolutely a wonderful uh, conversation. And um, I love the fact that you, you know a little bit about everything, which was really good because it kind of like makes sense as to what, why yeah. you do what you do. Where do you hang out the most in social media? Um, I'm personally on Instagram a lot, um, but we're, I've got a team. They're incredibly talented. We're on LinkedIn and Pinterest and TikTok and Facebook and YouTube and, you know, all the places. I think YouTube is probably the easiest to follow us just because it's broad and you don't necessarily need an account, but um, yeah, we're, we're everywhere. Amazing. Craig, I want to say thank you for your time, your energy and your wealth of knowledge. Thank you. Namaste. And um, I can't wait till our audience uh, makes contact with you. I definitely will look into the app and we'll have that in the show notes as well. So thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please click on share show with your friends to help make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to get involved is to click on follow show or leave a review on iTunes so that we can give you a shout out on the show. If you have been a long time listener of the show, you know we are big on delivering content that is valuable for you content that will address your pain points. So if you have any questions or ideas for a podcast show, please reach out and we will create the content to meet your needs. Yes, you heard right. If you have topics, themes or special guests that you want to hear from, please send us a note to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will create a show especially for you. Wherever you are in the world, Sending you love, blessings and peace. Namaste.